This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. This is your host, Luke, and I am joined by Patrick, Michael, and Tyler. We already recorded the first eight minutes of this episode and the audio went really bad so i am just making a quick edit uh we were discussing the news and notes talking about how we just started a new dynasty league uh, and it's been really fun uh, it's a totally different experience on fantasy football uh, i definitely suggest it to everyone out there uh, we are going to jump in at where we are in news and notes we are discussing starting justin fields and uh, the scenarios where you start your quarterback game one of the year, should you rest them like they did Aaron Rodgers, all that good jazz. Um, so we will just get right into it now and cut over to that. Of starting uh, rookie quarterbacks on day one when they're drafted to a new team, I'm not really convinced, and it's been sort of a new phenomenon for the past, let's, I don't know, three, four years. I don't know that it's it's proven to be you know where process. it feels like it started? I was, I've been thinking back now. It's, it seems like it started Joe Flacco and Matt Ryan years. Remember where they got drafted and they just kind of threw them both into the fire? And then ever since then, for better or worse, yeah, that's, Cameron, that's Newton, definitely the, the trend. Jay Boo's another one. Murray. Uh, Marcus Mariota. No, no. Yeah. I see the – no, there, and there's definitely something to that. If you see that your team has a bad O-line, has bad skill positions, and you think that putting the guy out there is just going to get him killed, I get it. The Bears is such a weird one because we're talking about Andy Dalton as the guy that – as the veteran that they're going to play. So you could do worse than Andy Dalton, uh, but, but I don't could, know. But you could do Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. You could do Bart yeah. Right. Well, and, what's, and then the other interesting thing is that the Matt Nagy knows he needs to win, like this year or he's gone. So I kind of have to trust sort of that he's going to go – he's working in his own best interest directly. You know, like he's not going to put out the guy there – and take the L on a couple games, you know, unless he really thinks that fucking Andy Dalton can win him games. Never, I, I guess I probably just have never really hated Andy Dalton. Yeah, he gets fine. a bad rap. Yeah, he, he is I better than he gets credit for, but I just feel like I, I like Justin Fields a lot, so I don't okay. know. It feels like it won't be long until Fields plays at the Pro- very least. Supposedly Fields will be playing a ton in the preseason, so we will see a lot of him. That'll be fun. Man, what, preseason? First week of August? What are we, five weeks away? Six weeks away? Preseason, I hate to say it, is going to be awesome this year. I can't freaking wait. The Bucks are going to have the best preseason team in the history of the NFL. <laughs> Kyle Trask, well, baby. Just all let's all go. we ever want is like get rid of the preseason, screw the preseason, <laughs> yeah. because we have it every single year, but the first year we get yeah. taken away, it's like, you know I what? It. I, I need miss it. it. I kind of liked it. Yep. Do you guys like it? I don't like it. I, I like watching I like the young guy. Fan- I like watch for fantasy scouting out the young dudes. Yep. Yeah, I feel like that kind of screws me up. Though, not remember the? Uh, it's not necessarily in- tilt easily with like the Amir sure. Abdullah cut. Amir yes, Abdullah. the Amir Abdullah. The one, well, he did that, that one move. He did that one, in week one. <laughs> he did that in week one against. Uh, one one. He jumped from a seventh rounder to a six round. Yep, he went from a seventh rounder to a third rounder in our draft. My brother took him. Yeah, no, it's he better for sucked Amir Abdullah. But he had that one preseason. My fantasy reputation on the line. If we had one back then, oh yeah, that I loved Amir him. Abdullah was like he was full hype. steam ahead, going to be a superstar. He was hype. Yep, and I learned man my was I him. wrong. Yeah, soft running backs that can't run between the tackles. We don't want him. Mm. 
All right. Let's talk about a running back that is not soft between the tackles. He's very strong. Nick Chubb is in oh. talks with the Browns about an extension. Arguably the best overall runner in the league is Nick Chubb. He's extremely talented. I imagine they lock him up, but now they're going to be paying two running backs. Not Luke, the smartest Luke, idea. What do we never do? You don't pay him. Why don't you ever pay your running back? Because it's just it's just stupid. And why is it stupid? You don't need them to win championships. And what is easily replaceable? The running back position. <laughs> running back position. Go get yourself a James Robinson, undrafted free agent. Yeah, lit- just literally get anyone. Go get Ernest Graham from the Bucks. Yep. Ten Bring him ago. back. Um, so good news for Nick Chubb owners in Dynasty, uh, and um, just good news for if you're drafting them this year, they're looking to keep him. Uh, next up. Let's see here. Um, Watkins. Sammy Watkins has been the best receiver at minicamp. Tyler, <laughs> what do you think about that in your Richard so, Bateman in the so fourth here, round? Here's, here, it is interesting. So, so here's what I think <laughs> about Richard it. Richard Bateman in the fourth so, round. So here's, here's what I think about that and my honest-to-God opinion. I don't care about that. I think Watkins is going to play a lot. I think Watkins is going to play. There's a reason they brought him in. He mm-hmm. is the vet. However, if you ask Marlon Humphrey, who is not only one of the best cornerbacks in the league, but also the clear-cut best defensive player on that team, who he has to shadow each and every day of practice since day one of camp, the answer is Rashad Bateman. So they have had their number one corner working against Rashad Bateman the whole time. Sammy's cooking up on, you know, the leftovers. Has experience not maybe, you know, pushed you into the direction of – Lightening up on your rookie takes a little bit. No, not, good not one every ounce. Year. Because because there's literally <laughs> like, there's, there's like, multiple there's you, multiple there's great rookies every year. League winning rookies. I every was single year. Unbelievably I'm hyped. Sure on, there's like one or two. I was no, unbelievably hyped going into the year on who last year. You take so many. Justin Jefferson. On Brian Edwards. Oh. On Justin Jefferson. Clear cut. Justin Jefferson. Brian Edwards is the flyer. My diamond in the rough. There's one of those each and every year. But I'm talking about clear cut dominant. Body of work, first round, the NFL team invested a first round pick in these guys. And what happened with Justin Jefferson? Well, he let the world on fire and had the greatest rookie season ever. We got a clear king schism here. Um, we got two kings that don't like rookies and two kings that do like rookies. Here's the most important part. For Lamar's whole career, all we talk about is Lamar can't throw, Lamar can't throw, but Lamar's targets have been Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. Nothing else, nothing more. Willie Sneed's of the world. Willie Sneed, bro. He has not had Des an Bryant. actual big-body physical wide receiver who can run every route in the book, who can catch the ball with his hands, be physical, run over the middle of the field. Time will tell. But Sammy Watkins is what we've seen Sammy Watkins to be. He'll show flashes, but is Sammy Watkins going to be a reliable receiver for 17 games for Lamar Jackson? The answer is no. Only are they one gonna, game, week one. Are they going to kill give, it? Are they going to give a shot to them. the guy they just took in the first round as a Super Bowl contending team? Absolutely, this guy's going to be their best receiver. It's not even close. But yes, I think Sammy Watkins is a great addition. It's all great for Lamar and the Ravens passing attack. Oh, so it you is. think Bateman will have the best numbers this year? A thousand percent. I, I think he has more targets than Mark Andrews by the end of the year. Okay, I won't. I won't be touching any of them. Mark Andrews, maybe, but. Well, th- so this I'm will be a good thing on. for preseason. So in preseason, we're going to be watching to see who, how, what their two wide receiver set looks like. So we, which, which would be detrimental for Bateman, obviously, is if he's only in on three wide outs. Yes. I don't think we think that's going to happen, but that would be the event where I'd be kind of off of Bateman. If they were trotting out two wide out sets and it's Hollywood on, on one side and Watkins and on the other. But, yeah, we'll see in preseason for sure. Moving and on. it's true. And lastly, sorry, it is no, true that it has been Bateman, uh, 
lined up at the number one receiver over there with their corners. So day in and day out. And yeah, Humphrey, definitely something Humphrey to watch. Has been impressed as well. So, all right, we'll probably do two more news items, starting with the Las Vegas beat writer has said that Darren Waller will surely top his 2020 production. Does that make you guys want to take him any higher? Right now he's a third-round ADP. Do you think that's correct, or do you think he should go in the second? I've moved him ahead of Kittle for tight ends for me. Then yeah, This wow. wasn't before this news. It was just in general. Like I think 49ers have a lot of mouths to feed, sort of, and the Raiders don't have that many mouths to feed, and Waller's a beast. It's an um, indictment on the Raiders' offseason that they could pot, come in. I mean, I guess whatever they, dra- they spent a lot of resources on Ruggs and Edwards last year, so maybe they want to give them another shot, but... Yeah, I don't have too high hopes of Ruggs doing anything. Uh, we'll see on Brian. I don't have high, high hopes for any receiver besides apparently Nelson Aguilar with Derek Carr. Um, and yeah, Walter Nelson Aguilar. No, he's on the Patriots he's, now. He's, he's but he's the only one that he's the only one that was good with Derek Carr. Yeah, he was started with Nelson Aguilar. He had, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I love Waller. And I okay. think Ty- King Tyler probably loves him too uh, yeah. in Dynasty. But I mean, it, yeah, it's he's more, worth the third round pick. It's all just day more for that. It's like you said. There's just they didn't add anything around them, and like same. I offense, expect someone sure. to take a leap forward, but they need someone to just for a second option. You know, like it's not going to eat into Derek to, to Waller at all. Maybe right. Drake gets some catches up out of the backfield, uh, but not enough to. I agree with you. He's my tight end too. As well. the way they use Waller too, they line. He's literally like they'll come in and they have one wide receiver, quote unquote, and it's Darren Waller yeah. lined up that line. And the balls he throws, Derek Carter throws Yolo balls to him all day long. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. like Waller's going to be sick. Um, okay. Uh, next item we'll briefly speak about. We talk about him every show. Antonio Gibson's improvement is like night and day. Um, right now he's ADP RB14. I think that's perfect. Great um, dynasty pick. You know, if you'd ask me, I think it's just like a <laughs> slam dunk dynasty pick in the second want, round. What, what would you what, <laughs> just. If you owned Antonio Gibson in Dynasty King Mike, what yeah. would you be trying to capitalize on this news to get a great trade out of him? I'm riding high. I'm I'm riding on the young running back. There There's wouldn't be any offer you would accept. Pretty much Antonio no Gibson. offer conceivable. Like if someone said, "Hey, I think he's a pretty safe second you, round pick." You know, and redraft. I'll give you Juju Smith-Schuster and three future first-round picks for Antonio Gibson right now. What would you say? That would be a no. <laughs> and I would agree with Luke. Yeah, he's a great second-round redraft. Uh, yep. If if you go sick uh, wide receiver in the first or. I guess Travis Kelsey, maybe something like that, or get him as your RB2. Yep, I like Gibson. Agreed. Uh, last news item is kind of odd if I was him, but uh, the Green Bay Packers are in extension talks with Devontae Adams. Really? I would imagine he's got some sort of knowledge. That as one shocked me. That one Aaron made me feel is staying like, or not? Because he just like made Rogers the comment. Back. He made the comment a couple of weeks ago or something. That he said, I'd have to there. reconsider if yeah. – uh, yeah. But, well, maybe yeah, they're throwing him the bag. All that goes the out bag. the window when the Packers say we'll make you the highest <laughs> cash money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can leave or just be bad for the rest yeah. of your career. But I'll play gonna... with Justin Love, just or whatever his name is. And Jordan live in Love. this frozen um, tundra, yeah, terrible and then there's place. That small percentage chance that in like the few little workouts he's done with Jordan Love since we heard that Tim Boyle was better than him, <laughs> um, that Jordan Love is all of a sudden a stud. So the yeah. Packers media propaganda has been hot on Jordan Love the last couple of weeks looking trying to build his confidence I love it but looking sharp you know yeah. nailing every the coach talk. The, the, and the, the words they use to describe him are pretty funny all right let's get into what the show is about we're the we're gonna finish the rest of the top 12 for the RBs so we are going through 7 through 12 of the expert consensus rankings uh, these are the 85 or 95 on fan well I don't even want to 
give a plug, but uh, yeah, no on free the plugs. website that <laughs> no free plugs. They will rank their rankings and when they are put together, this is where they come out. And at number seven Should we recap the top six real quick? Yeah, we can. I forget who the who uh they one have. Christian McCaffrey, two Dalvin Cook, three Alvin Kamara, four Saquon Barkley, five Derrick Henry, and six Ezekiel Elliott. Coming in at number seven. Anybody got a guess? Pat's new favorite running back. Oh. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yes. It is oh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, did I read Taylor. that wrong? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, what, it's, yeah, the, uh, Pat's new favorite running back is lower. So we are looking at Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> and so what are we thinking? Uh, uh, I think I am lower on Taylor than I, I actually am as well. The mass, the 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 public is very high on Taylor, but I see a slight workload issue. Not the biggest, not the biggest workload issue because they're going to run the ball a shitload. But I see enough to where if it's a tiebreaker on some of these. You know, some of these guys. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got. They brought back Marlon Mack. They've got Naheem Hines. That's, that's the big one for me. Yeah, is I, I don't know why they brought back Marlon Mack. Right. Yeah. So you know he'll be in depth. a little bit, and then you know Naheem Hines is going to play. There's going to be those spike weeks for Hines, and so. Ta- and then, but the Taylor will have multiple weeks where he's got like 25 carries. You know, overall too, so. as well yep. is uh, obviously Hines gets like the designed passing work. Taylor still had a decent catch for because of Philip Rivers. He didn't drop um, any. I think I saw something about his uh, his catch percentage is like insane. He never but, drops passes. But that's so. with that's with the Colts throwing it like 130 times to the running back group, which Carson Wentz will not do. I mean, Carson Wentz that's hardly true. threw to his running backs in Philadelphia. So my concern is that Hines will still get the design passing work, but there's not going to be much the improv- improvisation improv yeah. for Taylor on those early downs. Um, so I am a little lower as well, but. Uh, He's obviously super young, super talented, and great offensive line. Since we got I Dynasty in mind, I mean, he is a slam dunk Dynasty pick for sure. Uh, I feel similar yes. to, to Chubb in a way where he's an efficient, pure runner with a great offensive line, a great team that wants to run the ball, but it's just his overall workload's capped because of how talented his supporting cast is. Yep. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I, I think in a lot of drafts he's going to be a value. He'll go at the back end of the first, second round. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, last year in a uh, pretty much a – Almost a split with Hines. Uh, yeah, 232 attempts, uh, 1,169 yards, 11 Russian touchdowns, and then he had 36 catches, 300 yards, and one receiving touchdown. Uh, I like Jonathan yeah. Taylor. I don't think he he feels he doesn't feel great when you take him. Um, he's just, uh, you know, you don't know with Wentz if is Wentz how he does with the running back now. He's not really known for checking down. I don't think to the RBs. He's known for throwing to the other team. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. Taylor was RB6 in PPR last year. Yep. Uh, RB4 in yeah, standard. I think it's just so. what you said about it feeling kind of icky. It's that every name you look at around, you can see the clear path to the dominant workload. Like, right. I'm, I'm taking Eckler. I'm taking Aaron Jones over him right now. I'll take Joe Mixon. I'll take Cam Akers, I think, over Jonathan Taylor. But would I could you take re- Najee Harris over Jonathan. Yeah, Harris? I would take Najee. He does. Does it ever work? You know how every season in the first round, 
there are the it feels icky taking them guys. Yes. Does it ever work out when you take those guys? <laughs> well, because wasn't it yeah. Derrick Henry, Henry? Derrick Henry every year. This one because my icky player is Derrick Henry. Yeah, and it works. And out by the every end of the year, year I drafted Derrick Henry at my first round pick. My team would objectively be better. There are some. No, I know, but like there's like last year was a lot of Miles Sanders and Kenyon Drake guys or uh, picks and Josh Jacobs. Those guys, oh, yeah. and they don't feel good when you when they're your first guy on your team and like as the stalwarts. And I'm just starting to wonder like. If it doesn't feel good, does it ever actually work out? What, like, what are you over? Well, your what do you have to is, overlook? Your feeling is sort of my feeling. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Your feeling could be different, sort of, right? Uh, yeah, and I always say trust trust that gut feeling in fantasy football. Fantasy is more fun well, than when, you, you, when you win with your guys. Yeah, but at the same time, it's also not as fun to lose with your guys than I guess win without your guys. But. Right, because I made a lot of bad picks where they felt fantastic. You know? Like I, this is. I hope this doesn't sound too hot takey. I feel better putting Clyde. I know he had a, a not great season last year, but I feel better sticking Clyde Edwards on my team than I do Jonathan Taylor. And I think I just might have a bad taste in my mouth of the Colts and, and sort of their offense and like it just being when you weigh down not high plus, scoring. When you weigh down their plus minuses, yeah, they are. They are closer than they yeah. might appear at first. Yeah, you know Clyde's workload's locked in. Uh, yeah. His O line's good now. Um, his he's going to have be in scoring position constantly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sir, I, that's not so. Too there's crazy. something Jonathan Taylor probably. I mean, I, I have the number he wouldn't one. be on at seven on our board. Let's put it that way. You Who? mentioned Harris on our rankings. You mentioned correct. Najee Harris. That's a really interesting one too. Now that I think about it, because you know Harris's workload is locked in, but he's in a pretty bad to mediocre offense i mean bad they're gonna situation bad situation yeah taylor's great situation just without the work comparably yep so yeah. it's, it's they're right there in that mix and you got to determine what breaks Which the tie. At, at seven so middle first round are you doing a receiver or jonathan taylor i'd rather have Devonte adams and jonathan taylor would you rather yeah. have terry kill over jonathan taylor yeah oh well probably God, so, I mean, yeah. personally i'm so i'm heavy on the uh get my rbs early but Boy, Hill versus uh, Taylor really pushes that. Yeah. Hill is awesome. Yeah. Hill is so sick. <laughs> um, we'll talk about him, though, on a definitely wide receiver show. Oh, probably like very Kill? quickly. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good, right? I think Tyreek Hill will probably be talked about maybe first on that show. Yeah. <laughs> not not for, like, a dynasty outlook, though. Like, if you took him in dynasty in the first round, you're probably... It's a terrible you, you don't know yes. what to do. <laughs> yes, that Especially would be scrub you take, like, Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs <laughs> <laughs> together. All right. Moving on to number eight. I feel like this one might have some differences of opinion between the kings here it is austin eckler of the los angeles chargers mm-hmm. i mean i love the guy i think he has 100 catch potential in ppr that's huge we are talking uh rankings in ppr mm-hmm. um the most commonly used draft format so uh he obviously has way more value in ppr because of the catches uh he's not huge on the goal line that's one problem with him but he's also just not huge he's not huge He's pretty muscular, but he's 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 a little guy, like yeah. height wise. He's he's a gamer, Mike. I'm sure. Respect, like that. sure, Extreme. yeah, sure. Um, and he's pretty he's pretty open about his injuries and shit. He's he's kind of a cool guy. I like him. But what do you guys think about Austin Eckler at number eight? That's um, right around where I'm going to have Eckler. I think, and looking at the guys behind him, I mean, Aaron Jones is tough because again, we don't know about Aaron Rodgers, so. Uh, I mean, we have to like by now. Do do we agree that Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be? a We're Packer? just going to go with it for now until I'm gonna, something changes. Um, yeah, my assumption is, or it's either he's going to be a Packer or just sit out the season yeah. like Carson Palmer did. So, yeah. I, I, but 
Yeah, I mean, listen, like all the things uh, Luke said, uh, Eckler could genuinely have 900 yards uh, rushing and still be the PPR whatever three. He was PPR two RB like two years ago. Yeah. Um, with, the, with very little rushing output and more competition. He had Melvin Gordon back then in the mix. So, yeah, his like ridiculous. Their O-line is better now than it has been in years. He's got the best quarterback he's ever played with. Coaching staff improvement. Coaching staff, massive improvement. Uh, they say they're going to use him just like Kamara, uh, split him out wide. And, and last year with Herbert, too, he saw a target, his target share kind of skyrocket. And he's always been a guy with a big target share, but it was like the highest of his career with and we saw that Herbert isn't one of these guys like a Wentz that keeps his feel, his eyes downfield the entire play and sacks himself and doesn't see the running nope. back wide open. Herbert will dump right down to him. Um, and, yeah, the, the big one is the coaching staff, though. Like, that, that is huge. They now have a – they got Joe Brady. Uh, he's ran the uh, Panthers' solid offense last year, right, and then the mm-hmm. Saints um, before that. And then Brandon Staley. And Brandon Staley from – Head coach, just yep. – he, I believe he comes from the McShay coaching tree. Yeah, he, no, he's the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Yeah, he's like yeah. 34 years old or um, something like that. Yeah, quick, quick rise to, to head coach them, and they're coming from Anthony Lynn, who I didn't really trust his opinion. Even though he's great with running backs, I don't trust what he does with them over as a team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so for fantasy, I think it's going to be great. Um, I mean, and, when uh, he came back from injury, he was an RB two at least every week. He's pretty consistent. Um, those catches and had some RB one week still. And with the, with the catch thing, too, I mean, they really didn't do a whole lot to improve the passing game. I mean, you basically replaced Jared, uh, Hunter Henry with Jared Cook. Yep. You basically draft Josh Palmer in, like, the fourth rounds. Uh, you draft another guy in the sixth round. So you really aren't trying to force Mike Williams out of there. Um, so Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Jared Cook. I mean, Eckler's going to be behind probably second on the team in targets, I would think, behind Keenan Allen. Yep. I like Chargers offense a lot this year in general. I just I'm- want a lot of pieces. I'm down with Austin Eckler. I would rather like to get him in the second round. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a great pick in the second round, and you'll feel really good about that. Uh, if he feels you took great a, at that turn. At the, yeah, like if at you like 12. It, yeah twelve, you can double him up with uh, Aaron Jones or something there at the twelve, or even Jonathan Taylor. Like that feels much better than you know seven or eight, maybe taking him a little bit higher. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm in on him. I like I like to catch uh, upside. It's beautiful for PPR, and Herbs is going to check that out. He, yeah, he feels very matchup proof. You know, it doesn't really matter who they're playing. He's going to be a major part of the game plan. Yep, uh, and he's going to get catches. He won't get too many touchdowns, but he, he'll make it up with. Uh, and and they might. Use and that's him more the thing. They year. don't. They didn't pick up anyone to go score. That they got Josh yeah. Kelly still, and he Did was they a keep terrible a, bum last year. So. Yeah. Did they keep Balage? He played. Great I don't know him. if they have Balage still or not. Um, they might. They've got Balage. They got Justin Jackson. They got. Um, they got a couple guys. Yep. So I don't know. We'll have to see. That's but the touchdown thing. That is what. Yeah, w- that's kind of what's capping that ceiling for sure. If you if you were able to score eight, nine, ten touchdowns rushing, he's looking at like RB two or three. You know, overall. Agreed. Um, all right, let's uh, move on to number nine uh, of twelve. It is Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. This is one of Pat sees huge picks he loves him he loves him almost as high as number two or three sometimes some days some days four or five pat how are you feeling about aaron jones today let's say aaron Rodgers is there to start the year how high are you putting that man's so over we just talked about austin eckler jonathan taylor yep quite frankly even derrick henry over at ecr5 Whoa. i think aaron jones has one of the clearest paths to rb1 overall other than christian mccaffrey um, and Dalvin Cook, obviously, if he stays healthy. Maybe even more than Alvin Kamara, because I don't think 
the guy backing up Aaron Jones is, is very good at all. I love Aaron Jones. I assuming he doesn't get nicked up throughout the season if Aaron Jones come, or uh, Aaron Rodgers comes back. Running back nine is yeah. That's like, too- there's no reason he should be the ECR behind Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I agree. I he should be higher. I don't even. I can't even make that work. Quite frankly, wouldn't you rather have Aaron Jones than Saquon Barkley? I was thinking about it. I mean, um, no, if, yeah, absolutely. I'm. I'm. If Rogers Saquon's playing, a bust for me this year, I'm, yeah, I'm like, a little I think nervous. Aaron about Jones him. could easily, easily, easily should in my rankings will be a top five guy. So this won't even be like a hot take if you look at my rankings, but. He's great. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best running backs in the league. I think he has a whole he has a mix of Alvin Kamara. He to me he's the closest version to Christian McCaffrey as Christian McCaffrey. He's a strong runner in between the tackles, great hands. He's got a little bit of a fumbling issue that has sort of uh, dogged him, but with uh what's his name? Jamal Williams being gone and it's just him and Quadzilla. It's just him. It's just him and, and and I, I, lo- I do. I'm a huge fan. I like him more than Eckler, more than Jonathan Taylor. I'm comfortably taking Aaron Jones first half of the first uh, round. The moment I get even the first inkling of positive Rodgers news, like Aaron Rodgers texted the GM and said, yeah, uh, "I don't hate sorry, you. bud. I kind of <laughs> like you." Aaron Jones is going to fly up these boards. Yeah. Like I, I can tell that's sort of why he moved to six are. or seven. But even with him out, even with Rodgers out, he's still going to be good because the whole lot, they're going to f- filter the offense through the man. I mean. So. My only reservation with the top guys. You'd rather have Bateman over him? Is McCaffrey, <laughs> Cook, even Kamara to a sense, but Saquon, Henry, El- Zeke, even Eckler, Joe Mixon. Um, but Aaron Jones and his crew with Green Bay has like six total games with over 20, 20 touches in a game. He yeah, he doesn't, doesn't get, get a crazy amount of carries. That's over true. His final, final uh, back half of last season, I think he had one game with over 20 touches. He gets banged up a lot, um, so that's why the, his touches stay low. Is because every time they try and give it, he seems to get a little banged up. So, my only reservation is that that without Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how successful he can be on minimal touches with the offense not being quite as good. Um, but obviously, with Aaron Rodgers there, his receiving ability down the field is crazy. Are you guys um, worried at all about the big old beast sitting behind him? And no, I, I mean, I am in a sense that I think he's going to have a, an expanded role. Because he will have a role for sure. LaFleur yeah. wants to run the football, and if Aaron Jones can't handle the workload, he's going to be the specialist, and, you know, A.J. Dillon will do the dirty work for him. Yeah, you'll have, um, you know, seventh, eighth round, you might have to take A.J. Dillon after you've drafted Aaron Jones. You have to take A.J. Dillon. Yeah. And the thing is, is, with that being said, Aaron Jones, for his entire career now, has capitalized on minimal touches. Every single time. He is Camara. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not like he's not getting the job. He does the job with the minimal touches. That's just my only when I compare him to like the Derrick Henry Zeke area, it's really just the total touches by the end of it that, that scares me away from him. But a super efficient player. All right. Uh, any more words on Aaron Jones? You guys want to move to number ten? Numero ten. Is Nicholas Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. He is ranked number ten ECR. Uh, last year, he had 190 attempts. He did get hurt. Um, he had 1,067 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, only 16 catches for 150 yards. I mean, he does not have the catch-up side, in my opinion. That goes to Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's a, I always thought he was a great receiver at Georgia. And he stuff, is. But it's definitely in his skill set, ju- for just sure. For, just for fun, if tomorrow Kareem Hunt got traded to any other 30, 31 NFL teams, 
Where would Chubb be ranked? For right there with Derrick Henry. Three, maybe? Like, right there. He, he yeah. is Derrick Henry. He's very much, yeah. He'd be the. He'd get the. Oh, wait, right now, he's, he would actually he's get in the, catches the Aaron too. Jones territory where he's balling on efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we got the volume. Uh, actually, too. I'd take him two, I think, over Dalvin. Do, do you think he. I guess we need to see a year. Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. Be, but. I think they would go up, bro, because like you're saying, he really can catch. This is not a Derrick Henry situation. He would challenge McCaffrey, I think, in terms of number one overall player. He's probably the best runner. Yep. He can do whatever. He he jukes guys out. He runs dudes over, jumps over. He's awesome. I think him and Henry are probably the best true running backs in the league um, of running over people and just being able to. Doing it all. Yeah, Yeah. doing it all. Have the speed to break away. Kareem Hunt is not getting traded tomorrow. Yes, unfortunately, unfortunately, back to reality. But, I mean, still, yeah, he's great. uh, Well, he might get in trouble. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. We can always get in trouble. Yeah, if he gets in trouble, you're in, you're in business. But if if he if something were to happen with Hunt early in the season, Nick Chubb is such a crazy value getting him at the yeah. If Hunt tear, tears the ACL and right. I don't even know who's their third Dontelli Hilliard or whatever. No, I think they've got my dog um, from the AFL uh, that played with the um, oh man, what was his the name? Guy from USF. Uh, I think he went to UC yeah, the, Johnson. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, uh, it's not Storm Johnson, he, he, right? Not Storm. But, he played uh, a, a D- Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson. Yeah, yeah Dearness. I actually don't know. He was but startable was, one week, I think. Last so, year. Exactly. Yeah, I was so stoked people to see that. People blew their fab load on. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's right. I love Nick. Last year, I'm. I was not a big Nick Chubb guy. I am big on these guys proving it to me. When he plays, he is good, and he can run with the best of them. I don't. I like him in the second round. Um, I'm not sure if I would take him over the other two guys that are ahead of him, but we'll move on to number eleven. Let me add real quick. Yeah, go ahead. One last thing on Nick Chubb. Just looking at his PPR finishes, it really lines up perfectly with where this is like an example of the rankings lining up perfectly with the player. His PPR finishes the last two years eleven and eight, and so in, in terms of running backs, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, right around there. RB10, yeah. you know, something like and that. it's just an unfortunate capped, like, upside yep. because, of the, because of the Kareem Hunt. Best he, ball, I guess. He, he might always be feels even... like he's missing half the season. Too. Right, yeah. I always yeah. feel like he uh, he probably played more than I perceive him to have played, but I always feel like you get him for, like, seven games mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yep, I mean, 38% of the time when he plays, he's an RB1. and uh, Damn. 69% of the time, he's an nice. RB1 or 2. Very so nice. He's pretty consistent. Um, but... Let's move on to number 11. This is Pat's new guy. Yes. He took him in our Dynasty League in the third round or fourth? Fourth, third. I think. I think you got him in the fourth. You got great value on him. I know. No, that. you got him third. in the third. Third, yeah. Um, that is Joseph Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Got a killer left hook. Oh. Um, <laughs> his stiff arm. Sorry. He's, he's Too great soon? Sti- no, no, you're talking about his stiff arm. Yeah, yeah, he's that's what I meant. His stiff arm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Mixon, man, I he's lights out on the football field. Yeah, yes, sir. He can send he's him actually out younger too than Chubb. He's younger than Chubb. He's uh, into he's really a smash mouth player. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. oh boy, we're gonna get yeah, canceled. This is not good. He's twenty four years old. Uh, Chubb twenty five years old. So somehow I don't. Well, know we haven't really sense. talked about it. The one concern with Mixon is his off the field troubles. So yeah. <laughs> well, I can't. I, can't I think, think he's he's one. going. This yeah. is an interesting spot for him. I mean, he's got way clearer workload than Chubb. Um, you know, he's got he's gonna get more carries than Eckler. He's he's gonna get a ton of carries. I mean Bro, he is scary as fuck to me. The best <laughs> like I just don't like know if I can take him. Same. I understand. Because I mean, he gets yeah, hurt. I that. Same. I yep. don't like so it. He, the other, the other way like he keep, never never I go. The other way I keep looking at it is Zeke, a guy who people kind of were lower on with Dak and that trio of receivers and that offense 
it opened up those first five games for Zeke to kind of get back some juice. And yeah, they're not stacking by the box. This far yeah. will be the best offense that Mixon's played on since he's been with Cincinnati. True, but his um, offensive line is still garbage. Probably had one good year when he was a rookie, maybe. Um, and then with that being said, I mean, the Gio Bernard exit, I know Zach Taylor said he's not going to fully give him everything, but the thing is, is he was getting none of it last year or the year before. So Yeah, he was splitting almost 50-50. Yeah, with, like uh, him getting half of the third down work is an improvement over what he's been getting. So I think, yeah, the sky's the limit for Mixon. Good offense, bad defense. He I should have plenty of scoring chances, and he can catch the football. He do, He has the, I would say, the the – biggest variance of ceiling and floor of these running backs you know like his floor is fucking terrifying as we've seen if he gets nicked up but he really does truly have top three potential i think oh it, I, i'm if still he scores a bunch of touchdowns of and backs in the entire he's league. so yes exactly he can do everything um and you know it's just can he stay on the field uh fingers crossed i mean I but prefer, he, you know I what that's for Najee harris over him that's baked into where he's have going I said to that before i feel like i say that every single time I prefer Najee Harris over Joe Mixon. They both have bad offensive lines. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers offense more than the Bengals offense. And I've just seen it with Joe Mixon now for like four years. He's so, only 24. I know. He's young. young man. I just, well, yeah, I don't know. Start bringing up Joe Mixon's actual running back finishes too. Oh, God. We don't have to go back down no, that we, road. We but, hey, Pat's the Mixon, not Mixon points, guy now. Not points per game, just where he finished. You don't want to do points per game. You just want to do finishes. His points of actively playing is... Well, you probably want his consistency ranking then. Because that's speaking to the mic, D, so they can hear you. Man. Of, you see a lot of red across the high scoring weeks. But Joe Mixon is fine. I took him in our dynasty league. I don't want it to get like twisted. Though. I took him in the third round, right. not at the end of the first, not in the second, in the middle of the third. And I love it there. Much now, higher, it starts to be. I get a little nervy in my tummy. Yep. There's a bunch of guys I'd rather have over him. A bunch of guys in this ECR that are ranked behind him that I'd rather have. Um, I won't talk about 12, but Antonio Gibson, give me him. Najee Harris, give me him. Clyde Edwards, I'll take him. And that's pretty, all over all over Mixon. All over all over Mixon. Yes. So Gibson, Najee, and Clyde. I will take all of them over Mixon. And the truth is, I bet you in real drafts. Most of these Najee's going to be a first round guy, so he'll go above Mixon. Yeah, I think he's going to end up ten through. 12. Clyde, uh, maybe I'm being hot takey with Clyde, but Antonio Gibson and Najee, I'll take over Mixon. Najee's going to be the hot pick this year that people want to draft. Um, Apparently not. Well, I mean that's the experts, but when your family league you gets along, do you think in regular redraft leagues Najee will will go very high, like above these big uh, names? I mean, a lot of people like to make flashy picks and stuff, and. All depending. For me you know, personally, I was looking at Harris, but the, the more I I pick at what eight or nine, I think nine. Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot of guy, like I'm taking an Eckler over uh, Harris at this point. There, I'm really worried that he's going to get bank have a really low, lot of volume, and he'll be great long term. But I just don't know rookie year how high the ceiling yeah. is. I guess well, you know how high the ceiling. Yeah, but start, maybe I'm starting to worry about something else with Najee Harris too, and it's no longer really how banged up he may get. But if Ben goes out, right? Yeah, I could just totally go off I the could deep really end. Take yeah, it because I don't know what the. I mean, what is it, Haskins? Oh, yeah, it actually is Haskins. Is that, That's is funny. That, is that where we're at? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I I'd probably take Cam Akers over him too. Um, we'll see. We're gonna get one report that he's killing it in camp, and yep. he's gonna be like, shit. Yep. No, he trucks one guy, he's, and he's uh, gonna have three hundred touches. I just, I love Najee. It might. I think it might be just an irrational 
Well, and I do well, still think well, you that saw he's going to kill your Gators twice last year, so you know what it feels like. He's nasty. He's, he is nasty, he's and sick. I think he's. And I, I've said this before, but I can just picture it as clear as day in my mind: Ben Roethlisberger dumping down to yep. him constantly. Correct. So, and at this point in his career, small ball. Um, and Najee's a great playmaker in the passing game, so I could see him getting fifty, sixty catches. You know, yep. and that will keep that will combine. All he needs is like a thousand rushing yards or something, and then he's yep. an RB one with that. End so. of June at being at fourteen, that's pretty good. I think he does creep into that top twelve by the end of the preseason and stuff. So, last guy, number twelve, Florida State guy, Tyler, Mike, Cam Akers of the Los Angeles Rams. I'm a Cam Akers guy. I think he's extremely talented. Great. Um, last year, kind of didn't really get to be the man until week twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so. a big. Uh, I was using him a lot in fan duels down the stretch because, and then into the playoffs in their first playoff game, he yep. got like a ton of work as well. So in week twelve through fourteen last year, when he finally got the workload, uh, tough matchups too. Uh, San Fran, he uh, he was RB fourteen week thirteen against Arizona, not a tough matchup. Uh, RB12, and then week 14 against New England, always good against the run, RB8. So then he got hurt, I think, in the next game. And they, they used him in the uh, playoff game against, I think it was the Packers, right, where uh, that was where they had the backup, uh, the, the internet. Did we lose internet? No, we don't need internet for recording. Though, oh, so good, good, okay. Yeah. Well, it looks like we lost a little power, so we're yeah. all good. Uh, um, what was? Oh, yeah, Cam Akers, that's yeah. right. So remember um, Jared Goff was out for their playoff game, and they had to use that other guy. And, yeah, John uh, Wolford. John Wolford. And so Akers was the whole offense. He got like 30 touches. Oh, yeah, he was killing in that game. He was game. killing it. Um, that left a great taste um, for, I think, anyone. Uh, yep. I mean. Nothing but great reports right now coming out of camp, they of lost course. Ma- Ma- the Malcolm Brown was uh, kind of uh, giving him a hard time on goal line. Yep. And Poo-poo Henderson. Now it's just Henderson. <laughs> and Henderson is, you know, Poo-poo maybe poop poop, but it's an opportunity to handcuff, too. Because yeah. if something were to happen to Acres, yeah, not a bad. That's actually a really good idea. Good, you know, I didn't even man. think and about he's that. He's free. Yeah. Henderson's free. Is he is just Stafford with that offense can take it to a whole other level. Um, yeah, staff scoring, infection. More man. chances. More the receiving game too is big. More um, opportunities. There was a report that they are hope, the thing with Stafford that they're hoping for. With Jared Goff snap to snap, there was like two players he would throw to this guy or this guy or get sacked. <laughs> With Matthew Stafford, he sees the entire field. He sees the running back. So, like, it's going to be better for everyone across the board. They're going to have more scoring opportunities. Akers is going to get a lot more dump-offs. It's going to be great. Agreed, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped for Akers. I think uh, Stafford's going to check down to him a bunch. Mm-hmm. He threw it to Theo Riddick a bunch. He threw it to uh, Swift a lot last year. I think, you know, it's, he's he's got a great opportunity. I do like him ahead of Joe Mixon. And probably ahead of Nick Chubb for me. Um, I don't know if he'll get ahead of the other guys. Maybe Jonathan Taylor. I mean, yeah, Akers versus Taylor is a really interesting one. Yeah. I mean, that's very interesting. They're very far apart on there, but in my mind, they're 1A, 1B sort of. And one has more of a clear path in my mind to a full workload of possibly possibly touches. I should point out the the Rams' offensive line is expected to be pretty rough this year. Really? But – I mean, take that for what it's worth. Akers, uh, as we know, at Florida State had the worst O-lines in the history of organized football. But, yeah. Who is the backup? Because Stafford gets hurt a lot, actually. Who's the backup? I think it might be Wolford, right? (laughs) He's pretty big on Wolford. Oh, Blake. No, No, Bortles is on Packers. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you saw PFT with the damn Packers Bortles. Yeah. But that'll uh, that'll wrap up, you know, the top twelve RBs next week. We'll we'll probably do wide receivers or quarterbacks. I don't know whatever you guys want. Uh, Pat, you want to take us out? 
All right, kings and queens, that was this week's episode capping off the RB1s, the ECR consensus rankings. Don't forget to find us on Spotify, the Google Play Store, and Apple Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. You can also find us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. Till next time, take it easy, Kings. Bolts See ya. Seven. Go Bolts.